Crime Scene Botanics, The Forensic Side of Botany. Nigel Chaffee Reviews Planting Clues. How Plants Solve Crimes by David J. Gibson. Here is an abridged version of the review. First things first, plants do not solve crimes. People solve crimes, although, as planting clues by David Gibson show so convincingly, plants may provide evidence that can help with that. The book begins with a preface. That's always a good place to begin reading a book since here it has important things to say about the author's goal in writing the tome, and provides this all-important definition. Forensic botany is concerned with the use of plants as evidence in legal settings, in both criminal and civil cases. The preface also tells us that the book interleaves famous legal cases with aspects of botany that help solve crimes. I present these ideas in the context of botanical cases, focusing on the admissibility and scientific validity of plant-based evidence presented to the legal profession. The 198 pages of main text are spread over seven chapters, each written as continuous narrative without sub-headings, and a concluding 2.5-page coda, with sources indicated by superscripted numbers in text. Thereafter we have a glossary, endnotes, and two indexes. The glossary of four and a half pages provides a brief explanation of some of the forensic chemical and molecular methods mentioned in the text. The endnotes group the numbered sources by chapter number. Sources cited are a very good mix of web resources, books, legal cases, and scientific articles. Around 160 of those latter references are dated post-2010 including almost all of the sources for chapters 5 and 6 which makes planting clues a very up-to-date book. The general index is accompanied by the plant, algae and fungal species index. Although only just over three pages long, this listing is an impressive catalogue of plants with forensic relevance, with entries in alphabetical order of scientific name, but also stating the common name. Running from Abbey's Lassiocarpa, subalpine fir, to Z. maize, maize, it really emphasizes the botany in forensic botany. Planting clues is illustrated, but the quality of the 11 black and white figures reproduced on the normal paper for the book are of variable quality, especially the photographs. However, the quality of the five color plates, grouped together on glossy paper between pages 114 and 115, is consistent and very good. A scale bar would be useful so readers could appreciate the size of the diatoms in plate 3 but it's nice to see the magnification usefully stated re-pollen in plate 2. Planting clues intended readership is indicated by the inside front cover of the dust jacket which states, this book should fascinate plant lovers and readers of true crime alike. To which categories one might add, somewhat mischievously, and those thinking of perpetrating crimes with a view to eliminating plant evidence of their misdemeanors. However, as Gibson makes quite clear with the numerous case studies, it's almost impossible to eliminate entirely botanical evidence. Hopefully, therefore, this book should act as a deterrent to any would-be wrongdoers. Indications of sources for the numerous facts stated in planting clues are included within the text as superscripted numbers. But, rather than cite those at the beginning of the text about a particular case or whatever, they tend to be provided at the end of the relevant paragraphs. 
However, even though there are lots of references, in many areas either the source stated doesn't cover all of the points made, or a statement may be completely unsourced. Their omission is always disappointing in a fact-based plant biology text, but especially so in a book whose main theme is the importance of evidence. Otherwise, the level of statement sourcing is pretty good, as should be expected from Gibson's academic teaching credentials. Planting clues provide some quite personal anecdotal material, lots of plant biology, forensic science, including important information about the nature and admissibility of evidence, and musings on plant blindness. Although it includes lots of technical material, it's delivered in a way that should be accessible to non-specialists, non-botanists, and the interested general reader alike. Indeed, generally, it's very well written and contains much of educational value. Full of fascinating forensic facts, as you'd expect, it makes an excellent case for the value of plant-derived evidence in legal investigations. Usefully, it doesn't just focus on proper plants but also gives a really good shout-out for diatoms and fungi. The narrative side of the book is completed not by a chapter, but by a coda that deals with plant blindness. Although any reader who gets to this stage of the book must be all too aware of the importance of plants in forensics, it is Gibson's experience, and that of the most prominent current forensic botanists that an appreciation of the value of plants in forensics is often lacking. Whether this plea for more botanically astute individuals concerned with law enforcement and crime solving will be heeded is something for the future, but it's worthwhile making. Another relatively recently published book about forensic botany is Mark Spence's book Murder Most Florid. Spence's book is much more of a personal reflection on the work of a forensic botanist by one who is a practitioner of the science. Gibson's tome has much more of the case study, textbook quality about it, as befits its being written by one who teaches the subject. Both books are really great reads, but for different reasons. Planting Clues gives a much appreciated, invaluable, and probably long overdue, insight into forensic botany. But, it's not all high-profile murder cases that Gibson covers, there are plenty of less glamorous ones including policing the trade in endangered plants and their products. This latter area also highlights the need for botanical experts to examine the items being traded, especially those who are taxonomically trained to ensure the true identity of the plants involved. Which contributes to Gibson's plea in the final text section for more botanists, and more botanically aware members of the law enforcement community. When developing my own forensic botany lecture in 2002 the main problem I had was getting enough examples. Gibson's book would certainly have solved that problem. And that use is underlined by the publisher's website where planting clues is included amongst the academic category of titles. But don't be put off by the academic categorization. Although Gibson says that he found writing an engaging text that non botanists and non scientists would enjoy reading was quite different to researching the scientific content of the material provided, he has done a great job. Planting clues is both engaging and enjoyable to read. That was the audio version of a blog post on Botany One, available at www.botany.one. Botany One is the weblog of the Annals of Botany Company, a charity set up to promote the study of plants.